0: This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in Taco Tuesday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, the co-host and producer of the Broncos Blitz podcast. We are live from Mile High Sports Studios in the Tech Center, Denver, Colorado. Actually, uh, Greenwood Village, I think this is Greenwood Village.
1: You sure it's not a... Donut Tuesday.
0: Yay! Oh, uh, do not even mention it, Jake, cuz I got these Broncos donuts that I brought into to do the uh, to do the show with Jake and uh, I had a little picture of these Broncos donuts out there on Twitter and these donuts, Jake, they're undefeated. And Jake's like, we're three wins. I'm eating three donuts. And I'm like, I would, too, but I'm kind of getting husky. I'll eat one donut with you. But Jake's like, I'm younger than you, and my metabolism's better. You got that low T, remember? And I'm like, shut up, you idiot. And then, like, we started fighting. And now that was two hours ago. We're back now. Uh, We're over it. We're best friends again. Um, And we're going to put the Broncos Blitz podcast together for you guys. We've got a lot to talk about, some sad times. Damn, KJ Hamler ACL, your season is over, over. which totally sucks. Um, however, we talk about the survival of the season, the healthiest team with who's who who has the most best healthiest players, if that's a thing, um, at the end of the season are usually the teams that kind of are hanging around, um, have a chance to make a run and win a a championship. So we've talked about it a million times. we talked about how uh, the 15 Broncos, the Super Bowl 50 team, was so healthy other than Peyton's kind of injury, which Peyton just needed a break. And other than CJ Anderson, that team remained incredibly, they weren't the most talented team of the Peyton era. Yeah, they just stayed healthy, and who and what they were were just enough to make that run at the right time when the playoffs rolled around, um, and the rest is history. So, um, KJ Hamler, I'm going to say this right now, okay? I have referred to KJ Hamler, Jake, um, taking a quarter a, a, a receiver in the first round and in the second round two years ago as KJ Hamler as a luxury addition. Okay, mm. so when people make, you know, when rich guys make, you know, uh, luxury purchases, a luxury edition, what does that kind of mean to you? It's something that they can live, live without. without. They can live without it. It's a luxury edition. You know? Does I mean again? Uh, I was at Cabela's and the guy talked me into a boat. It's kind of a luxury edition. A uh, Rolex. I mean, I got the Timex Indiglo. They all tell they all tell time the same, but uh, you sure. get that Roly. Sure, you love to have it. You exactly but you don't need it, yeah. You know, I don't know how much Teslas are 60, 70,000. I guess you can get the new Ford Focus or the new Kia Sophia or the new Geo Metro. Do they make Geo Metros? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Um, but, those, you know, again, a $100,000 vehicle is a luxury addition and purchase. So what that means for me, I'm hoping, is that the Broncos can, in fact, live without K.J. Hamler. Does he make them more explosive and dynamic and maybe even kind of help him not skip a beat without Jerry Judy? Yeah, kind of. But now that he's out, all of a sudden we go from deepest, most talented group in the league to thin uh, question marks, who's going to be the third receiver? Um, The beauty again of Teddy Bridgewater, we make it work. Teddy will make it work. If Shermer makes it work too, um, with the short passes in the run game, with a little extra tight end action in there, get some two, three tight ends in there, Um, there's still plenty of ways for this offense to be productive because Teddy's going to make them productive and uh, keep them marching down the field. The difference is, you know, explosive plays here and there. Teddy's, you know, you can see Teddy step in that pocket, load up, and and launch. A couple of those have this, this season have been to K.J., and the the um, fear of KJ back there too. Again, what's like the max upside for KJ Hamlin? We want him to be Percy Harvin or or, or Deshaun Jackson, right? Right. You right. know what I mean,
1: right? Take the top off the defense. You know, speedster, better than Christian Kirk type of player. Right. Right. That's the that's best case scenario. That's for best sure. case.
0: So again. Um, what are your thoughts on the Hamler injury? And then we'll talk about a couple other things with Hamler that I are in my head.
1: Yeah, it's unfortunate for the Denver Broncos, especially with Judy going down. Cortland Sutton's still a little uh, banged up with that ACL. I mean, he's still—it takes a long time to recover from yeah. an injury like that. So, like you said, from going from one of the deepest to one of the thinnest, it just like that in three weeks, that's the name of the NFL, that's the name of the game. It's just how it goes. So the Broncos are going to have to figure out how to deal with it. How? Um, to me, Deontay Spencer is available for if you want to take the top off the defense. If you just want to use him as you know a that's speedster, that's a pretty good
0: call there. That's you want to use bad, him as a speedster yeah.
1: to to fill that void that KJ Hamler is leaving, and you have other guys like we said on the show, Kendall Hinton, yeah. Tyree Cleveland, well, uh, I Seth Williams, them
0: being top heavy at um, receiver on the practice squad. So I was thinking, well, who are those guys? We know Kendall Hinton. Um, Seth Williams was the guy who kind of flashed and came, made his way back to um, the practice squad. But it was that guy, Cleveland, what's his name?
1: Tyree Cleveland.
0: So I don't know much about him like I do the other guys. Um, however, the Broncos went and signed David Moore a guy who was been with the Seahawks the last couple years and actually had last season six touchdowns with the Seahawks on, 40, 40, uh, 35 touches, 35 receptions, and um, about 400 yards. I mean, that's number three receiver kind of quality stuff. I'm not sure if the guy got injured, what happened, how we ended up on the Raiders practice squad. You know, some guys are bozos. Some guys aren't hard workers. Some guys can't get it. Some guys are just missing something. Some guys maybe he doesn't have the speed. Maybe it's like a million different things it could be um, that separates the greats from the goods to the averages to the practice squads to the no player, you know, no, you know, not, not good enough to play in the league. So this guy, David Moore is a player actually. Right. And um, I think he'll come in and play right away. And obviously the production that he's had, has had been the difference in them promoting a guy, one of those three young and proven guys to bringing this guy in who has played with Russell Wilson and a professional outfit for the last three years at a pretty good level, pretty high level.
1: Absolutely. You know, you want to see David Moore, get it right. However, whatever the issue was or is you want to see him get past Some that guys
0: fall through the cracks. Yeah. You, know, you he, know, he might've, he went to East Carolina, East, wait, no, 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 no. East Central or something East, like yeah, that. Yeah, East Carolina's a football school now. ECU, yeah. He went to some, uh, damn, I
1: have to look here now. It's like East Central something.
0: Yeah, it's, I'll look, I'll, let me, let me.
1: Yeah, while you're looking that up, you know, the, this move, to me, you know, just tells me that the Broncos are still um, in it to win it. They, they still feel a sense of urgency to, with all these injuries, to pick up another stud receiver like a David Moore, who has the experience uh, has the NFL experience for a few years, played with a, a great outfit like the Seahawks and, and East Russell Central Wilson. Central University.
0: East Central University. Okay. I mean, like, that's, I, I've never heard of the school. So, you know, he was a seventh round pick. Some guys are that kind of, that's basically, um, we draft guys in the seventh round who um, are basically undrafted free agent talents, but they're guys who you kind of have your eye on and you don't want to have to go chase them down, negotiate them, and talk them into playing for your team. You kind of, you know, so they're flyers. They're flyers. And um, this guy's 26 years old. It's about as good as it's going to get for your circumstances.
1: There's not a lot of guys out okay. there. I mean, so- is it better than a Josh Gordon who has – One good season in his entire NFL career, and then can't see the field because of his
0: issues. I think the glare on him and the extra attention on him is not a good thing. I think it's hard on him. Actually, Um, you got to go to the right team that has the right. um, I was trying to talk myself into Josh Gordon, uh, but a guy like that has to go to a veteran field locker room who can handle him, and he could see it and feel it and respect other guys. That's not this Broncos team. We're young and talented. Go to the Chiefs, Chiefs. He's got a lot of that kind of stuff, um, and I get it. And guy probably wants to win, and he probably thinks, "Hey, I'm pa- playing Patrick Mahomes. He's going to revive my career." But um, I'm over, like I said, Josh Gordon. And um, I was, you know, even up to like a year or two ago, intrigued with the guy. But now the guy's not young and talented anymore. He's talented, but now he's middle aged and talented. He's football middle aged.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, I'm over him. The best of Josh Gordon has already no come and gone. He's never really had an opportunity but when you get up there in age regardless of time seeing the field you're still you know middle aged football in football years like you said
0: this is the halfway point of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams. I'm at Danny on Twitter. Jake Myers at Jake Meyer Radio on Twitter as well. We do a radio show in Denver here in Mile High Sports Radio, 98.1 FM every single day from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. You can watch the show at milehighsports.com. You could uh, check out the show in podcast form at milehighsports.com, Mile High Sports app. Uh, find this podcast where, Jake? Let's talk about the podcast.
1: You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Spreaker. Podbean, MileHighSports.com, the My life Sports app—anywhere you can find your podcast, you'll find us. So if you don't want to listen to us, then you know you just don't want to listen to us, just because there's so many opportunities for you guys to listen to us. Yeah.
0: Um, so we appreciate that. Yeah, um, rate and review it, comment, shout us out, all that kind of stuff. Uh, we really appreciate that kind of stuff from you guys. Uh, a partner in this podcast is DraftKings. Okay, the DraftKings sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Has a week five offer for every football fan that is not signed up with DraftKings yet, okay? $1, okay? Just bet $1, okay, on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point, okay? So it's like, there's no tricks here. Uh, Bet a dollar, we're gonna get $100 in these free bets. Um, The last 0-0 tie, Jake, was in 1943. So I'd call this one a no-brainer. Uh, yeah, a point will be scored in this game it's just kind of what the you know it's what it is here so um DraftKings customers um uh, you know these DraftKings customers who um are regulars like me These same game parlays that they do oh man I just love them so much that's how we turn a little bit of money into lots of money no one really does that that's what makes them so awesome safe secure reliable uh Deposit and withdraw your money fast um, whenever you want, whenever you need it. You got it. Um, uh, Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code MHS. Just bet $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point promo code MHS this week, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. A little more on Hamler and we'll move on, okay? My fear and we talked a lot about this on the show. Maybe you want to go back and listen there, but um, we'll talk enough about the fear of like, you know, what makes KJ Hamler really, really special is like like the explosion and the speed, the twitchiness stuff, like the knees, those things in his knees and ankles and his hips and his body, all that kind of stuff. So um, like we talked about it for a long time, but basically what I said when it came down to if KJ Hamler comes back at like 98, or even 97% of the same player, people are thinking, oh man, he's still going to be a great player. Actually, I think those little percentage points like that is the difference between KJ Hamler and David Moore, uh, unknown. And then I'd say, you know, 95% of KJ Hamler, lower tier David Moore is a guy who is on a practice squad fighting for his football life maybe not even a football player it's that difference it's like this little it's a hair difference minuscule less than a percentage point the difference of a guy that makes him be able to we, I compare him to like Odell Beckham Jr. not him but the circumstance to make Odell Beckham Jr. go up over the top make the most iconic one handed catch in NFL history and be incredibly productive 1500 yards 12 touchdowns for two years gets an injury another injury all of a sudden he's just not the same guy. Does he look the Mm -hmm. same? Does he, you know, does even some of the measurables kind of clock the same? Maybe kind of, sort of, on his best days. But deep, 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 deep down, he'll never be that 100% Odell Beckham Jr. again. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping it's not the same for KJ Hamler. Do you know what? I don't know um, if KJ Hamler is 24 or 21. Um, Will you look for me real quick? Like, um, if KJ Hamler is... 24 years old um, Then I hope that He heals like Yeah he's 22 Okay here's what I like about 22 and 21 Is that There's still that perception of like He's young man. Uh, he's like, he's still growing. He'll grow back stronger. Like, when you're young and you have, like, you break your arm or your, things like that. Right. You know, they say, oh, man, you'll be stronger for it. I don't know if that's really, that's something the doctors say back in the 80s or if that's, like, a real thing, Jake. But um, I hope KJ Hamler's young enough to where, like, you know, Dude, drink some milk. Put you know, put some uh, uh, put some tussin on it. Um, rehab proper. Uh, do the extra rehab. Don't come back one you know one second too fast. Um, have the the surgeon say that this one was an easy one. It was clean. Um, you know, put them back together perfectly. Type of stuff. You know, guys do come back and come back sometimes as strong. But for a guy who it's all built off the you know, elusiveness and the speed like Hamler. I hope he comes back to be the same player.
1: Yeah. I, I, another thing that when, when we brought that up on the show, I talked about Cortland Sutton and him coming back from his ACL injury and how he wasn't going to be nearly as affected by it as KJ Hamler, because that his his style of play is a lot different. He uses his strength, his size, high pointing the ball to where he doesn't really have to make those clean, crisp cuts just to beat a defender, to make that separation. And that's not a big part of his game. So it's going to be harder for KJ just because that is such a focal point of his game. And, and like you said, the twitchiness, the speed, the explosiveness, that's going to be uh, missing just a, just a tad after KJ comes back from injury, depending on how his rehab goes. Yeah. But let's be honest, it's an ACL injury. This, these are your career changers, uh, sometimes even career enders. And let's definitely just definitely
0: career derailers. Right.
1: Let's just hope that KJ yeah. Hamler can... Can rehab right? If a guy plays, plays seven or eight years surgery. in the
0: league, Jake, it's like he had a long, successful career. If you have an ACL or an MCL, something like that, your whole year is gone, and um, your whole year is gone, and then they really, really say it takes two full years. So yeah. two full years out of a short six- or seven-year football career That's that's what this is, guys. Not every guy is going to play 10 years or 12 years. Don't have that um, mentality and perception that every guy gets to play that kind of long, you know, beautiful um, storied football career. Um, and part of the reason why guys have shorter careers is because of these kind of injuries. I'm done talking about KJ Hamlin. I'm sad about it, but we got to move forward, okay? Uh, I like our luxury edition stuff. That's what we got to hope. We got to hope that Jerry Judy comes back and it just has real healthy next four, five, six years of his career. And again, a lot of averages. You draft two players, you got two guys, you got one Bradley Chubb and one Von Miller. They're not always going to be Mathis and Freeney where they both play beautifully alongside each other for years and years. One guy might have some career injury stuff one guy might go be fortunate enough to be very very healthy i'm just hoping now and not at the expense of hamler that jerry judy goes on to have a long healthy illustrious beautiful career and comes back from this little injury quick boom that's it right yeah yeah i asked you on the break we talked about the power rankings last week power rankings are out for nfl teams last week espn had the broncos at Fourteen, Correct. And CBS Sports had the Broncos at? 13. 12. 12. Oh, wow. 12. At 12. And, um, let's see here. Gil said, I'm not sure who had them, uh, at 16. And still at 16 right now. Okay. Uh, but we didn't look at what Gill looked at. We went off of ESPNs and we went to CBS Sports. Um, uh, use theirs. So, Jake, now, um, after everything that shook out, where do you think the Broncos went from f- on ESPNs from 14 to what? I'll say ESPN has them at
1: 11. Final answer? Final answer. Number 11, Denver Broncos power rankings. They have
0: them at 13. Oh. Yes. Only one
1: slot. Yes. Well, it is one the Jets level. that
0: they beat. One little spot up with, uh, okay, let me, I'll give you some detail behind um, oh, Legwald. the move. It's not just Juicy Jeff Legwald. It's oh. all the guys who kind of do that, I think. But where where did on CBS's they go from 12 to?
1: So CBS had them at 12. I think that CBS might be a little bit more accustomed and maybe have a little bit more love for the Broncos, just according or just, to their power rankings. Or
0: just based more off of. This year's um this year's um season just the yeah, season. Yeah, results. So far. Results. Um, I'm gonna say not you know, all the hype based off last year's still not maybe projecting just based off of what's happened so far.
1: I'm gonna say CBS has the Broncos right at number nine. Nine, huh? Nine, maybe ten. Well, okay. I'm gonna say nine.
0: You're gonna stick with nine? Final answer. You should have stuck with 10. Damn it. Uh, but that's a good guess. They have them going to 10 with Carolina in front of them at 9. Interesting, okay. right? Um, let me go back to aspians e- 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 real quick there. Have them at 12. Uh, I'm sorry. They had the Broncos at 13 up from 14. Um They asked him to do a little blurb. It was a fantasy player last week. It was a rookie player the week before. Legwald says, Teddy Bridgewater has been a, what a team with a potential elite defense needed. A calming, prepared, and opportunistic passer who can close out drives and avoid turnovers. Yes, the Broncos' first three opponents are now 0-9. That's big. Ugh. Uh, but the broncos won those games by 14 10 and 26 points. Bridgewater leads the league in completion percentage. Oh, I love that. Is 7th in average length of completion and is 5th in passer rating. So, you know, those like well, they complement each other. He's not um, leading the league in completion percentage, Jake, because he's dinking and dunking the damn ball down the field. He's actually 7th in average length of completion. You know? So I love that. That's elite. That's elite level stuff when you put those two things together. Uh, Fifth and passer rating total. Okay? Beautiful, right? He already has become a leading voice in the locker room and most importantly for a team that has led the NFL in both giveaways overall as well as interceptions last season. He has not turned the ball over. Wow. It's badass, Jake.
1: That is badass.
0: I love what Legwald said there. Um... What do you think? What, what, do you agree with this stuff? They got it right. They got it wrong. Um, actually, let me see what they say about the Broncos here in CBS, because it's just a little blurb here. Here at tenth, uh, three and zero. They're between three teams without a win, which makes it hard to evaluate how good they are. Okay, we know how good the defense is. Um, that's for sure. I'm sorry. They've beaten three teams without a winning record. What did I say? I was. I just. I, I read that wrong. Um, Here's the teams in front of them. Now CBS Sports is nine Panthers, eight Browns, seven 49ers, six Raiders, five Bills, four Packers. No one certainly thinks the Broncos should be in front of any of those teams. But the Broncos on these power rankings are in front of the Chargers, the Chiefs, the wow. Ravens, the Saints, the Titans, and the Cowboys. teams, Yes. Get so, the Panthers out of there, bro. Uh their defense is elite, bro. They got like statistically the second
1: You're best. You're going to give them credit
0: for beating the Houston Texans? No, but then we're shortchanging look what we've done here. I mean, um do you know what? Well, it's a surprise the Broncos to 3-0 kind of. It's they are who we thought they were. In the real test, their season starts um this weekend. No, everyone thought the Carolina would be shitty too. Like, I mean, yeah. not too. Um um for sure. Uh, maybe didn't know about the Broncos. Everyone certainly thought that the Panthers would struggle, not be three and zero. No, even if they're playing a bunch of you know cupcakes too. So um, that's it. I think
1: the Broncos—they're uh, right where they are. they should be on these power rankings. You I know, agree. After beating you know three horrible teams, I don't know if they're
0: really a top ten team as CBS has them, but if we're taking the pure sheer body of work. You didn't know what the teams did before this year, like you didn't. didn't like right. they didn't. It didn't. Football didn't exist last year, and you don't have any perception or projections on what teams were going to necessarily be this year. Like we're holding the Chiefs up high on a pedestal still, right? Um, if just based off of that kind of stuff, then the Broncos are a top ten team. But I like them at thirteen right now. 13's good. I like them at there You beat the Ravens, though. Hey, beat the Ravens. We're moving up to eight eight or yeah. nine in ESPNs and maybe potentially six or seven in CBS's, which we'll go back and take a look. Yeah, absolutely. I,
1: if the Broncos can go keep this undefeated streak going, look yeah. great against the Ravens. Uh-huh. And if their defense continues to uh, be very strong, if not the best I say NFL to quite strong, if, yeah, quite strong. Uh, if they, uh, I think they might even be the best defense in the league.
0: The Broncos? Yeah. We need to prove it against, hold them to under 24 points. They average, I think, 28. Uh, I know they only scored 16 against, seven, uh, 19? 19. Um, against the Lions here. Who had the worst defense in the league coming into that game um but they got a new head coach and like a new belief or something in life a new at least on life kind of you know that's like the you're trying you're still kind of somewhat fired up you know um yeah. by the your new coach and the hype around him um that's it that's the end of the podcast tomorrow will be a role play wednesday edition of the podcast We'll look at the Ravens a little bit um, closer, start to take a good look at those guys, um, talk about how we win this game, talk about maybe how we lose this game. Um, it kind of, this this now it counts, now it matters. I got a little butterfly or two in me now that I didn't have that was like not false confidence, but after three wins, I turned into a little bravado and confidence. Now I'm a little bit nervous. I'm a little, um, I'm a little scurred. We're upping the ante. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, um, I'll tell you, man, I don't want to, oh, well, you know, we're going to go. We knew we kind of split against. So, we're hoping to split against the Steelers and the Ravens after we lose to the Ravens and go um, then lose to the Steelers because we're kind of a little shell-shocked or reeling or got punched in the face one time. Right. Um we'll talk about it tomorrow jake this has been the broncos blitz podcast subscribe to this thing anywhere in the whole or you know world where podcasts can be found um right jake give me a couple of places real quick
1: audio boom podcast uh you could listen to
0: us on apple podcast yeah. spotify go uh, Spreaker, speaker yeah. uh anywhere Um, Check the show out as well, milehighsports.com or uh, 98.1 FM if you're in town. For Jake Meyer, I am Danny Williams. We appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night.